I'm not sure what I I'm supposed to supposed to say here too, but. <laughs> so if you just tell him how you are practicing, whether you're trying to be aware, whether you can be aware, um, whether there's any confusion or doubts. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, basically, I've I've enjoyed very much meditation and. It it has given me a big relief. Uh, I started it uh, when I had difficult times in my life, and obviously that was, uh, I think, the maybe the biggest thing which helped me to continue somehow <laughs> from from the difficulties. And but of course I I feel like more or less beginning. I mean. Meditating like three three years okay. around. Mm. Yeah, the the pleasure is maybe the most important thing. But sometimes, of course, I notice that my mind is very vivid and very unconcentrated. Mm. Here, I have enjoyed very much the idea of. Of lightening, of of making the practice lighter. Mm-hmm. I think I've I've been struggling <laughs> to make it lighter. Yeah, I've been struggling maybe too too much sometimes with the, with the practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. ตัวยาอจีซงอจองบอกเลยตูเซตตาละตัดไปวะนะแม้ตูกูตูไปเกิดในโลกแบบตะบอทาตูดงแบบตูดีมาตูเซกะเตยซูซีมูมะชินเอ
it's like the awareness is like I'm aware of something like mm-hmm. you know um, yeah so but so maybe it's not knowing like whether it's enough effort there or it's just become a bit more natural so yeah Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. <laughs> You are unsure, he says, you know, check, like, he says, if the awareness is, if the awareness is present, then you must know what the awareness is aware of, mm-hmm. right? So clearly there is an awareness and the object that it's aware of. And then you differentiate whether the object is a concept or reality, right? So, so notice that when you feel confused, you're wondering, am I aware? Then check into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if uh, uh, the, the objects are just mind and body, right? If it's in the body, it's the sensations or the, the senses. If it's in the mind, it's either the mind is feeling or the mind is thinking. I think it comes back to kind of just always wanting something else to do <laughs> like this can't be it you know <laughs> even knowing that just the practice just to continue to be aware but yeah. when there's not nothing special happening or like then yeah then it was be wondering oh is this yeah. practicing enough yeah then what you need to be checking is a more macro level like if you're practicing if the mind is being mindful quite uh, steadily then you want to check is the quality of the mind getting better you know, does it's it have? Yeah, not something strange or wonderful. Just you know, in general, is it more wholesome, more positive, more? You know, is it seeing things more in yeah. more reality? Yeah. Because we're cultivating those wholesome qualities, right? So the awareness at least should be growing. Uh, the stability mind can be growing. The wisdom can be growing. So you can check any of that. But does it mean um, if there's still a lot of suffering going on or at least turbulences in the mind, mm-hmm. yeah. but does that actually just mean the practice, you know, the quality of the awareness is, or the quality of the mind is not mm-hmm. good? Like. <laughs> <laughs> It just shows that we don't understand enough yet, right? If there's still stuff that comes up in the mind, it's just another opportunity to learn more, 
that's that's the bit that the mind doesn't understand yet so it agitates the mind still so now again it, it's another um, you observe and learn and if it's going through like a period of not very inspired mm -hmm. um, yeah and sometimes don't even want to read any Dharma books or listen to Dharma talks mm -hmm. um, and and the questioning, like then I notice that's just awareness, but I'm not really investigating. It's just kind of like awareness, yeah. yeah. To when the mind begins to see the difference in its own qualities, like when it's aware, how it feels and when it's not aware what the quality of the mind is like when it starts to understand the difference that long periods of not having awareness or long periods of having awareness what difference does it make to the mind when it starts to see the difference then the mind will feel more motivated to do what's more beneficial for the mind mm. When we practice the Dhamma, Sierra says, you know, the the qualities of the mind, the wholesome qualities grow, the mind becomes happier, more peaceful, and, um, you know, there's more clarity. And then if it knows that these qualities are growing, that that the practice is, like, moving the mind in that direction, that the mind feels encouraged. And for that sort of effect to be seen, we do have to invest some time and effort and yeah. So now on retreats, Yarosis just um strengthen the the mindfulness, you know, and and then as the momentum grows, Yaro says the mind will feel more wholesome and then it'll feel more faith. เสียอาทุกเดียวปุ๊บนะซึ่งอาทุกเดียวปุ๊บนะซึ่งอาทุกเดียวปุ๊บนะซึ่งอาทุกเดียวปุ๊บนะซึ่งอาทุกเดียว
the mind grows as we met, keep met, you know, keep practicing continuously, and the mind becomes more skillful, then the way we meditate will start to change as well. We can, you know. So you can just start simple again and see where it takes you. Start <laughs> again. been enjoying a lot. I haven't been struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very interested in the practice mm-hmm. and I'm very interested in uh, noticing and paying attention and mm, always when I remember I check if I'm aware and I've been resting a lot. And I just overall feel very <laughs> good. That's okay. now. He's curious. What do you find interesting? What I find interesting, yeah. I find because yeah. you said you find it interesting. Uh, You're almost like having fun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yes, which is great. You just like to. I just, I'm just interested in in same with Zara, taking the time and uh, not being in a hurry and mm. just. Mm. He's just curious because different people say different things, but if you just find it interesting to notice and to, you know, to know, he said that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I think main part of it has been that I feel so relieved that there is to the pit. that I now kind of mind has the that there's this uh, that I can say to myself I have 8 days that I don't have to do anything and this is this has made it so easy mm. and so sit him up so mm. And uh, yeah, one interesting (laughs) (laughs) one thing that I noticed Uh was um, my period started, and almost Uh uh, I started feeling really nauseous and really like pain, like normal normal first day period. Mm -hmm pain and it just didn't come I was I've been super good in my body mm. and I often notice if my stomach is tense and then I relax it and this is one of the things that I've been doing mm. and it has felt easy mm. 
Because the mind is in the right frame, in the right you know frame of mind, it's thinking of things in the right way. So then nothing is a problem. We can just know it. Yeah. Yeah, it just accepts, you know, the nature of these things. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so um, I've been bringing awareness uh, into my senses mm -hmm. and thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like um, I've been having this uh, train of thoughts. Yeah. And then I realize I've been thinking without awareness. Mm -hmm. And I have a question about it. Um, is it somehow beneficial to uh, review that train of thought mm -hmm. afterwards, like mm -hmm. for the sake of self-knowledge or something? Or, or would it be better to uh, just uh, become aware and continue? Okay. With um, something else. Mm. <laughs> ตู้ก็เลยสร้างมาไม่รู้ดิอ่ะสร้างมาไอ้ตู้นี่มันติดบ่เป็นหลุดเลยสนั่นยอดๆตัวหลุดสนั่นติดอุตส่าห์มาเ
When you've got to the point that the momentum of the awareness allows you to recognize the thought and its contents without getting lost in the thought, he said that's when we can observe and learn. Right? We don't get lost in thought. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, there is no momentum here yet, but it takes some time to collect collect oneself when I come to the retreat. Normal on retreat, yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I have like some very strong aversion that I feel in my out breath all the time. I think it's really hard to. Mm. That's my. I'm not sure if this is true, but I have this sense that it's very hard for me to relax completely in the out breath, and it's mm. only when I sometimes been like uh, in a more deep meditation state then then I almost can relax completely into it but Sarah says you you know quite a bit about what's happening, and that's good enough to know. Um, he says, you don't have to be totally relaxed. You, unless you find yourself getting more and more tense, like if the tension is increasing, like hour after hour or day after day, that that's something that you need to address right quickly. Um, but if you're what difficult to build on it? No, a version pitter to Alpha. Oh version pitter just now my hope. And if the Mawa will be saying I will recognize Lobiuma. If you recognize aversion on your outbreath, Sierrasis, then you can you use the aversion as an object. Observe aversion. It's a bit hard. It's not easy to be uh, very aware. I like it. there's so much aversion towards the feeling of. It's uh, not a good feeling, like to sense the the tense out breath. Then don't do don't do breathing in and out. Don't watch the breath. <laughs> don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that also. <laughs> don't watch the breath. Sierra says use some other sensation. Yeah. If watching an object is constantly kind of like you know, scratching the mind, you know, um, then don't watch that object. Yeah? Because it's agitating the mind, then watch something else. Can you do that? Sure. 
you can use the whole body. Just notice different sensations on the body, different touching points or like feeling the wind or things like that. Okay. Do you like Do you like to go for walks? And what What's your most kind of pleasurable way to be here on retreat? What would bring you kind of the most ease? Is it walking? Uh, when I get my focus, then then it's like pretty nice to sit. ตัวเนี่ยมาไอ้ลูกก้องเนี่ยลูกอยู่อ่ะเลยดีเตียทุกเนี่ยตบาว่าว่ะดีดีปรุงทานะบ่รู้เลยก็ผิดเนี่ย
old memories, very old, 20 years old, 30 years old, whatever, bad memories, not very nice things. And pop, they are there. Uh -huh. And then, then I like, okay, I, okay, I accept, okay, it's here, okay. I try to investigate a bit, like those dreams. But then I get like, uh, yeah, I get some idea, but I, uh, I just think I, it's better to stop. And then I say to my, this is not me thinking or something, but they keep coming back. And this like these dreams and memories are here. I, I am okay, I'm okay, they are not killing me. But this is like this meditation is some kind, is it the process of meditation bringing this kind of things in mind? That is my question. Okay. ไอ้แมทติคณะคณะมันแน่นอยตัวไอ้ไอ้แมทติเนี่ยโนเรไอ้แมทติอ่ะดิเปชิชิเลยบาอดิเปชิชิเมียบลามติไอ้แมทติอ
So, and um, if we know that the mind is thinking, Seattle says you'll start to recognize that although the, the story can be on repeat, right? The story can be an old story, but the mind that is thinking is always new. That's new and every yeah, so the, the, the mind that thinks is always new in every moment. Just the story that the mind tells can be an old story because it can repeat a story. So, but because the story is not real, it's only something that the mind is thinking of right now. We're not going to pay attention to the story. Yeah, we want to understand the nature of the mind. And the nature of the mind is the, the thinking bit. The, what it does, right? Mm. Not the stories that it tells. How to explain it? I mean that, for example, this this thought of memory from a long time ago. Mm. So it came to my mind, and first time I was not feeling guilty or unhappy. I was accepting it, and somehow this story, this memory, I understood it in a different way. So I, I felt kind of therapeutic idea that my mind my, my today was like making that story look a little bit different and I, I, I felt it's good. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so I, I, I mean that mm. in a way it, uh, it was a little bit new story. Okay, okay. Do have a look at that story ตะแมซะบิซินายโนตะแมซะกะตัวตูตัวตูอะตวยตัวตูเปียนบ่รออะกูซาลาเต็มพอซาลาเต็มพอโฮดบลูคอมเลนดาวชูดาวเปียนบ
quite often I feel, when meditating, quite often I feel that uh, I'm sort of uh, creating uh, for some uh, false entity, something that meditates and something that uh, that is aware. How do some, you create this false entity? I'm, for example, I'm looking at you. Just, I'm just look. I'm I'm aware of you. Now say I'm meditating. So I sort of. Uh, we can't use. So we we don't use the word aware when we uh, when we aware when we look at something outside, right? When something outside of this mind and body, we don't use the word aware. So you can Why look not? at me well, and you can. What's the difference? <laughs> you can think object, about object, me, but you cannot know me. Knowing is where you can sense sense something in yourself. You you cannot know me. You can know you yourself. You can think to him. You can think <laughs> you can about think me, about but you, you cannot. Experience but you can only experience yourself. Your thoughts about me, your your sight, your vision of me, your your hearing my voice. Your, you know, what you feel, the sensations on your body, that's your experience, that's what you can know. Even with open eyes, when I see you, something is, is created inside my brain. And uh, the, I see, and everybody sees an internal object. It doesn't matter whether I look in, inside of myself or I look outside. Okay, let's take an example as looking inside. I'm thinking about you. Okay, I'm thinking about your image, so I just... But what you're experiencing I, is that I, the mind is thinking. Yes, but when I meditate, I'm sort of... Uh, something else comes in, someone that is meditating. Okay, so you and see... So is it awareness that you notice or effort that's making... I don't practice. know, probably that's an effort that creates uh, some sort of meditating agency, meditating <coughs> entity. Why do you consider an entity instead of one of the qualities of the mind that's doing that? Why do you call it an entity? I don't, okay, we can call it quality of mind, but it's something else. Something which uh, it, it doesn't happen in normal life. In normal life, for example, I'm just uh, aware and I do things. But in meditation, something comes in between. Maybe I, um, I'm not clear because I'm, I'm talking about my personal experience. Yes. So I don't know how to explain it. I don't, yeah, I don't understand what you mean by come in between. เออยิ่งที่อ่ะก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็ก็
we can use the wrong concept to explain it to ourselves, right? So like we can use the wrong words to explain something to ourselves. So like, for example, in this case, your mind is meditating and you something becomes much more obvious to you than in normal life. Something becomes much more clear to you when you're on retreat or sitting. I imagine this happens only when you're sitting, right? Only in sitting meditation, right? So when in sitting meditation, something becomes much more obvious to you and instead of recognizing, you're not recognizing whether this is, um, you know, uh, an experience of the mind becoming more clear in one of its qualities or whether it's something in the body that's becoming more clear in one of its qualities, you're not sure what it is and then you identify and then you use another concept to try and explain it. You say an entity and then it becomes dangerous. Says. When we start to believe that there are that it's not just mind and body and we think that there are beings or entities or something else other than ourselves that we experience in this mind and body. Seattle says we're entering dangerous territory because it, be, it can go very wrong. I don't see some other entities. I just experience myself as a sort of... Uh, I'm distancing... A bit, You're detached. Bit, yeah, detached from myself. There is myself that is... Being makes seen. effort yes. to to see yes. and meditate, and some other self that yeah. is looking at <laughs> this self. Yes. Oh, but I, I need to see. Look. That's fine. That's not an That's not an entity. That that's just I, like a strong dissociation <laughs> of the qualities that are being seen versus the quality that's seen. I think a, a strong sense of self yes. is coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. while you're meditating and so this is good just seeing how the habit of the mind is to personalize uh-huh. or to make a self out of awareness maybe make a self out of effort make a self out of observing so to just see where where what is happening that's your awareness is is revealing some pattern right so oh when i sit down and i start to observe oh this feeling of i am observing Oh, that's interesting. Oh, what is this? This I am observing. So we have these habits with everything. I am angry. I am sad. But when the mind gets a little bit more calm, then in the meditation, it feels like I am the meditator. What does that feel like? I am the meditator. And then when we look a little bit more, okay, what does that mean? What is happening right now when I am the meditator? Maybe we're identifying with the observing. Or as Mata was saying, Saito, feeling, you know, distant from the experience. I'm here, that's there. So there's this gap. I am here. So, we, so just recognizing how the mind identifies and personalize different experiences. And we're not trying to get rid of that as much as understand how that sense of self gets created. We, you know, we cling and identify to all kinds of parts of our experience. So the phenomenon of identification with the meditator or awareness, almost everyone we'll go, we'll have that, right? Because it's a very deep habit of our mind is self, right? The self, this is fundamental to the nature of, we call moha, of delusion or, or confusion of the mind, right? So just noticing how, how that is feeling for you and the mind is feeling a little bit selfing. I am here, I'm meditating. I am the observer. Oh, hmm. Then you can switch, and this is where Sayadaw says it's so helpful to bring in the right view of instead of I am observing, which is a very subtle 
in a way, soft movement of the mind, you can switch it to awareness is observing. The activity of observing is observing. Just as a little bit of a, a view in the mind, because the habit is I, immediately. Anything is I. I am doing, I am this. So this is where the view can help to bring in this information, not to, you know, to just put it on top of it, but to inform the mind, oh, right, maybe it is this quality of awareness that's observing, right? And, and just explore that, that process. Yeah, and I know you're not experiencing an entity because I heard what you were saying was I'm ident- just getting identified with the meditator or the observing. Yeah. <laughs> Explore a little bit less effort and see if the awareness still keeps going. Because sometimes we identify with the efforting. I am the one doing the effort. I am pushing. I am bringing the awareness up. And then if you if you stop efforting sometimes and the awareness has momentum, you can have some sense of oh, here is this quality of mind of awareness and it is being aware, even if. I, you know, am not trying, but awareness is already here. So this is why we say sometimes just a very light touch, let the mind be aware, can let go a little bit. So like that, slowly we understand the difference between being identified with effort versus just effort being made. Does that make sense? ကြီးကြီးမြင်တယ်တော့ငါရိယသတိထားမြင်အမွန်ငါရိယကိုတရားထင်တယ်လို့သူကမြင်တော့အဲ့တော့သူကဘာပြောလဲဆိုတော့အ
Okay. Mm. So I have had uh, some quite uh, uh, unpleasant uh, back pain mm. for some days. And um, on last Friday, I went to mm, kind of a physical manipulation. It was this kind of treatment yeah. for my pack. And uh, yeah, after that, uh, the pain started to change a little bit. And uh, um, I heard that it's quite normal that it does this. And uh, I have been... Uh, Uh, observing this uh, changing uh, uh, experiences during these days and uh, hmm. and uh, I noticed that it's quite uh, cha- challenging for me to be with uh, this kind of uh, uncertainty like uh, 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 there is uh, some thoughts like uh, wow is it some serious and uh, uh, is it going is it really going to be all right or uh, is it some serious problem that uh, will need some uh, some uh, uh, treatment. Hmm? treatment yeah some big treatment and uh I notice quite often that I have these <laughs> catastrophe <laughs> thoughts and uh, like uh, I just uh, try to catch them <laughs> when I, when they start to <laughs> tell the <laughs> catastrophe stories and uh, uh, like uh, I think it's It's been quite a quite good way to be, uh, and I also I've been quite tired. I think uh, it's because of this treatment and uh, because there is lots of things happening in my body right now. So I think that the tiredness is because of that. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty much <laughs> what I'm going through. Yeah. Through. Can you um, get it checked out? Like, is it possible to get it checked out to see what, what exactly is causing the back pain? Mm, yeah, I think that I will uh, call the doctor uh, like uh, quite soon and because there is this mm-hmm. <laughs> worry, worrying thoughts quite often. Uh, well, uh, the 
person who gave me the treatment, uh, she said that it's probably not anything dangerous, but yeah. uh, if I keep worrying about it, then it's maybe good to See. go to the doctor. But yeah, yeah I'm not like a very sore, like, how so, should I... <laughs> yeah, this like, is rather than worry about it. It's better to actually find out so that you can mm. stop worrying mm. about it. Mm. Because worry, worry is not, you know, we, we all worry. Mm. But it's not a useful, it's not a useful emotion because worry doesn't actually help us solve anything, except maybe if worry pushes us to take action, you know, mm. and, and to resolve the thing. So um, other than that, if we if we just kind of ruminate mm. on it it just kind of mm. makes the mind feel bad for a long time mm. yeah i was just thinking because i have this uh, quite a uh, strong habit uh, in my everyday life to worry about different things <laughs> like uh, yeah, so yeah. also very quite yeah, small things and so maybe that's why i was thinking yeah, that I this is again that yeah. that i'm worrying uh, yeah. Uh, for no reason, <laughs> but maybe this is like <laughs> quite good reason to worry about. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to find. Yeah, yeah, so maybe I just call the doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, says, he thinks that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. Um, so I'm feeling uh, pretty much a, a lot of neutral uh, most of the time. Uh, there hasn't been like any uh, big, big dramas or persistent thoughts mm-hmm. yet, yes. and and things like this. Yeah. Um, but uh, more maybe like a little dullness and sleepiness, mm. and when there are thoughts coming, it's not like I get stuck into them, but. I notice that they are kind of like on a level where I don't catch catch them or I'm not really aware of them. Yeah. neutral <laughs> <laughs> Just persevere, Seattle's. Just keep being mindful and then you become more clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a, I guess, a little bit of confusion in that. And it's like, am I doing the right thing or should I put more effort, Load less up. effort? And, mm-hmm. don't, don't put in more effort. Just be patient. Yeah, just be patient and, and consistent. Just be persistent. Then you'll see the change day after day of what happens when you just do this much. Thank you. Um, 
I and the walking and lying down just overall I've been just noticing whatever comes up in the six senses yeah. um, and I see intention and pleasantness unple- a lot of pleasantness um, mm-hmm. which kind of leads to greed um, and a lot of pleasant thoughts um, and on the sitting only there's a t- there are times that gets too quiet and I cannot watch I, I guess there's not yeah I just get observed into that and slow sin- slow Thor Topper comes in and I bounce back um yeah uh, uh, open your eyes and open your eyes and you can observe you know the thing whatever can look at your feelings, touching sensations, sound, seeing, yeah, just stay aware with your eyes open when sitting. When, when it becomes very quiet, you know, and you have your eyes closed and you feel like there's nothing. It's not that there's nothing, it's just things have become very subtle because mm-hmm. it's very quiet in the mind. And then you have to know how to like, know the, the subtle stuff or, or stay aware enough until the awareness catches up with the subtlety, mm-hmm. you know. But if this is not working and you're getting absorbed into that, you know, which means you, yeah, you're looking at that quietness, so better to keep your eyes open, make the awareness grow. Yeah, because between the quietness and the awareness, when it's quiet, you should know the awareness rather than the quietness. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can investigate. Objects are always there, yeah? Right. It's, it's just... You, you, whether it's soft or gross, so. Yeah. And when you're, you know, when when it's very quiet and you're you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know, what do I do? You know, it's very quiet. You, you can recognize that the mind is thinking those thoughts. Right. You know, so that's still activity. The mind <laughs> never stops working. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, so don't miss that. Yeah. Okay. I've been very careful of aversion in daily life, and you've been careful of aversion of um of watching aversion like yeah. coming up um okay. and it's getting less, less. Yeah. um but because of like where we are i i love nature it just greed comes up very strongly um you can watch it more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
Well, I have, regarding this awareness thing, during meditation I, I tend to follow breath and, and it's very strong for me, basically everything else goes away or mind becomes maybe a bit too still. Mm-hmm. So when meditation is over, then... Meditation is never uh, over. I mean, yeah, for, when formal sitting meditation is over, then all anxieties and fears and stuff come rushing. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a bit too great contrast between mm. formal meditation and, and this everyday life. ทาเลทาวเตียไทมีทาเลทาตัวเตียไทนายัดเตยสรุปเตียไทนายัดเตยสรุปเตียไทนายัดเตยสรุปเตียไทนายัดเตยสรุปเตียไทนายัดเตย
So a lot of meditation techniques start with the calming, just to give the mind some strength so that it can then, when it opens itself to experience, it can be more receptive. And there, with the clarity that comes with calming the mind, you can see things in better perspective or see things as they are even, you know. So you're supposed to use that state to then understand the nature of things as they are. So you have a good beginning. You need to use it. Should I, should I somehow introduce to mind some some ideas? If, if mind is, is very still, there really is nothing to observe. Should I intentionally try to drop in some, some uh, something like some problem that I have in, in everyday life and try to investigate it. Because when you start thinking about it in that state, you know, first you'll have the reactions and then you can, if you have the reactions, you can work on them or maybe you, your mind will see it more clearly. No, yeah. So, you know, start with the Anapana maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and after that, bring in other things. Yeah? Yeah. And you do want to open the mind to the other objects, right? It's not that they're not there, so you will have to try a little bit to become open to to hearing, to sensing the, the, the sensations in the body and all that. So you need to learn how to defocus. Your mind has focused too far into the, the breath. You need to learn how to defocus out of that that state that you get into. Can you do that? Or, Shadow says, final thing, don't close your eyes when you sit. When you don't close your eyes, you can still watch the breath, but you can't dive in like you do with your eyes closed. Yeah, I mean, one problem during this retreat is that there is so little guided meditation or Dhamma talks. And during normal retreats, I, I sort of get wider awareness when I follow this talk. I don't I don't necessarily follow exactly what is being said, but but there is this wider awareness when there is somebody speaking. But this but now there is just silence and it's sort of What about when you're walking, doing your chores, going to the toilet, taking a shower? You're not aware at that time? Then, well, it's a different awareness. It's it's the normal everyday awareness. But I'm talking just this great contrast between sitting meditation and and walking and doing everyday stuff. Hmm? What do you mean, not everyday awareness? Every well, like here, I'm not. I'm not now. I'm not following my breath right now. I'm just talking. I'm trying to be aware of the situation. This but you is, are aware. You uh, are aware. As, as, as aware as I, I, I think I am. Aware. Awareness are too As aware as you can be, but you, you do try, right? 
Yes. yes. To be okay, I just want to, yeah. But when I would close my eyes and start to follow my breath, then everything would fall away. Yeah. ตัวไม้เนี่ยสิกับตะชาบาติโลยาดิเอสแอนด์แอนด์เอเวรี่ไลค์ฟิวเซคันด์เซอร์วิสิสยูนีดทูอัสยูร์ไมน์วอทเอ
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but except well, yes, but this process is difficult because if I start to really think about it, then it sort of masks everything. Nothing and all, all those happy he's patterns that I have come, come to surface and I don't really He's care. not asking us to think about it. He's asking us to sense it as it is happening. Being actually more alert to the process than simply... St- yeah, exactly. Okay, now yes. But you are sort of setting intention and then just observing. But Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why Seattle says it's when we have, when we can know everything that's in the field of our experience that we can actually understand the nature of our experience because then there is, you know, the ability to investigate happens when there is enough information, right? And it's not just about the breath, it's about our anxieties, our fears, the way our thoughts think, what they create for us. But we, we can't investigate that if we're not aware of it all. And then it becomes not only about the things that we are experiencing, Seattle says, we also have to remember the awareness is part of the, the the is part of what allows us to experience this experience. The awareness allows us to know this, and the awareness can be a participant, as in like it can color the way we see things. So we also have to know whether the awareness is neutral, whether it's you know whether there's a wise awareness, whether it's a colored awareness. We we start to have a more um, complete understanding of how this entire process works. Mm. Okay, I try to digest. Okay. I have a lot of anxiety and mm, depressive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And for like for last two years, they have uh, been motivating me to commit to my practice. Um, but I noticed that um yeah for the last few months i i've been very frustrated um and i started to doubt in teaching and during this retreat i can see these thoughts uh doubting thoughts um more clearly um yeah i just feel like nothing is going to help me um, it's been like that for years, mm. um, and I, I today I have read a chapter on depression from mm. uh, the book. Um, when awareness becomes uh, natural, and I had this feeling that um, um, working with depression is very tough to a swing is it funeral the love she be to see the chance that at will kana kana when never love by she be to frustration the pillar by so choza be met to loje the love me ya never say to my doubt the pillar to low na bamla ya na bamla um elomio 
ဟီဆက်ဒီရီဇလ်စ်ဒုံးကမ်ဂျစ်ဘီကော့ဝီထရိုင်ဆမ်တိုင်စ်ဝီဝီအောလ်ဆိုနီဒ်ဒုနို
Don't give too much attention to the mind right now. It's very difficult. Especially, yeah, I can. That's something new for me that I really have a lot of frustration, like a lot of aversion. I just feel like it. It doesn't make sense. Like really, and I believe these thoughts. Yeah, to to trivial, you know. That's something new for me. Sorry. That's something new for me because for years I had a lot of hope, like faith. Yeah. It's gonna be fine, but I noticed that. Yeah, it's like I'm thirty and nothing has changed. ตัวนี่ปอมเนี่ยซะตัวเมียวลิ้นดีเลยแหละตัวโลเวตัวยาบ่ตัวจูซ่าเลยจูซ่าแล้วเนี่ยยอมเนี่ยยาบ่ตั
Okay, another question. Um, when I come go back in a normal life after the retreat, I usually are inspired and doing a lot of practicing, but mm. after a while I lose. Mm. Interest. Yogi, thank you, Yes, happens oh. to all of no. us. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but despite that, we have to keep trying. And Seattle says it's when we go down, you know, when we lose inspiration and the practice starts to go down. He says that's when we have to make more effort. If we give up then because we're like, oh, you know, um, it's not, you know, I don't feel so inspired anymore, then it won't go up. But if we keep trying when it's hard, he says we start learning the skill of getting through. Oh. And then it two of the biggest reasons that we can't um, maintain our practice in daily life is lack of skill in practice and lack of understanding of the mind. We don't know how to um, clear the mind when it starts to get agitated, when the mind is confused, we don't know how to um, deal with it quickly. So because of that, all all that starts to accumulate and then, you know, and we're not skillful with that. Mm. And at home there's no support, right? <laughs> Externally there's nothing supporting our practice. We have to find all the strength within ourselves. And so when we're not skillful, then it's it's a hard battle to keep the mindfulness going day after day. It takes a lot of faith and determination. Yeah. <laughs> He says one of the disadvantages of retreat is that it conditions us to only know how to practice when it's supportive and quiet. And so when it's chaotic and everybody is demanding our attention, we don't know how to remain aware and respond to those demands. So if you, you know, if we learn to how to... Um, have um, how to build our stability of mind in chaotic environments, how to remain aware and keep the mind stable while things are happening around us, he said, then we'll become more skillful. Mm. So that requires us to be practicing at home because that's where we'll have the environment where we can learn that skill. And if we find that interesting, and we all keep trying, he says we become skillful. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. See you. Next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.